0: You are listening to the Choose Your Struggle Podcast, a member of the Shameless Podcast Network. Welcome to the Choose Your Struggle Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Schiffman. On this show, I interview people with lived and learned experiences on the subjects of mental health, substance misuse and recovery, and drug use and policy, but occasionally we talk about other things as well. Today's Monday Motivation episode is a flashback. It's the fifth episode of this podcast with guest Kristen Zavo, my first guest on this show. But first... Kid Mental, let's go. Things ain't always gonna go our way. But you could always win when you choose your struggle. Right and some battles of the yesterday. But today is for when you begin. Choose your struggle. Right and don't worry about what they say. But you could always win when you choose your struggle. Right and you can bounce
1: back yesterday. Right. Come on and listen in to Choose you right Your Struggles. Right choose your struggle. Right choose
0: your Hello and welcome to the Choose Your Struggle Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Schiffman. Great to be back with you all. As I joked on Friday, today's Monday Motivation episode is a bit of a clip show. It's not. It's it's actually a a look back, um, but I keep thinking of it as a clip show because I I love the the sitcom joke of, you know, this is what happens to sitcoms when they get tired, (laughs) when they have no new ideas, or they just need a week off. That's how I'm feeling right now with uh this show. I'm so obviously I love it. I love being with you all every week. I love your responses. I love the people who who find me on social media and I don't even know them. And there's this has happened twice in the last two weeks where I've reached out to somebody who who recently followed me on social media just to say hey thanks so much. Uh, have have we met? You know, do you what do you like about my page? And like oh no, just a big fan of your podcast. Boom. Uh, you've made my day. You've made my week. That's all you need to do. Tell me that sometime. Be like, I don't know you. I just love your show. And, and you know, that's my favorite thing. That being said, I was sitting here this morning. Again, this is Wednesday. And, and I was thinking about, all right, you know, I thought I only needed two more Monday motivations. I already had those two planned, you know, the what's coming up and the look back at the season. And then I was like, oh, shoot, I, I looked at the calendar wrong. I need one more. What do I do? I had nothing. My brain was mush. My brain was like, you've tapped us out. We have nothing more for you right now. Um, And so I thought, you know what would be cool? I, so here's the context of this. Uh, You all know Alex Kaplan of, of substance. He and I talk regularly. Uh, We've become good friends. I, I have a lot of love for him in, in the work that he and Mark are doing. And, uh, Often. In fact, this happens almost every time we chat. He'll be talking about a problem, and I'll say at the end, like, yeah, that sucks. You know, but of course you're you're a smart guy, you'll figure it out. But also, how cool is it that you've gotten to the point where this is a problem? And he this is something that I regularly like that's part of my role in in our our, you know, the the, the way that we interact is reminding him of that. Uh, because he we all forget that at times, you know, yes. This whatever this thing is sucks. I can't believe this is happening. And then you go. But a year ago, two years ago, six months ago, even I would be so proud of myself to be at a point where this was a problem, you know, Um, and I forget that a lot you know, this, this, uh, business is, is an interesting one what I do. Um, for, I, I say this a lot, so this shouldn't be new to most of you, but you know, the, the COVID has really, really screwed up my business plan. Like I was on pace. I was hitting this thing and I was proud of myself because I'm not a business guy. That's not what I do well. Uh, and yet my plan to make this thing sort of, you know, financially successful in that sense of the word success, uh, was on point and then covid hit and i lost all those paid speaking gigs i lost all my momentum in the speaking world and while i am so overjoyed with everything i've done in, in during the last year and you know going on two years um it 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 that piece has not recovered um we're getting there we're we're back on track things are moving well uh, my team is fantastic um but but we've we haven't gotten there and so sometimes I'm that stresses me out. Even though I preach how financial success is not my goal, or not the top three for me, I should say it is of course a goal. Um, and it, you know, if you let these other things be your guides instead of that, that will come. And I believe all that a thousand percent. But that doesn't mean that at times it's not hard. And so I thought today would be great as a reminder for me and all of you listening to. <laughs> Zoom back in time to February of 2020, um to the fifth episode of this podcast and uh my first interview with my first guest, Kristen Zabo, my career coach, um, who is wonderful. She's since done a rock bottom storyteller. She's fantastic. Uh, you all know my my incredible love for Kristen Zabo. Uh, and just see how far this show has come. Um, of course, you could just go back and listen to episode five. Sure. If you, want to, if you want to turn this off right now and go do it, that's fine. I've saved you the time from scrolling. You can just listen right here. So uh, that's what this week is. It is the fifth episode of this show released, um, you know, that would have been, uh, I guess, early March, not not end of February, because I had a couple banked. Um, so yeah, check out this this conversation with Kristen Zavo and, and just appreciate how far this show has come in you know going on a year and a half. uh, and um, I hope it energizes you to hear how a lot of hard work and a lot of luck can can you know really really show. Because boy, does it sound different. (laughs) All right. Without further ado, enjoy uh, this flashback to my conversation with Kristen Zavo, episode five of the Choose to Struggle podcast. In June of 2021, I accomplished something that is all too rare for those with lived experience. I told my story and made my call for change from a TED stage. The fact is, our society puts too much emphasis on those with learned experience. You know, the person who spent 20 years researching something. And that's okay because those voices are incredibly important. They provide the information that the rest of us run with. But we can't minimize the voice of those who've actually lived these experiences. That person doing research can't tell you what it really feels like to go through withdrawals, and they shouldn't want to. We need all voices at these tables. So if you're looking for someone who actually has lived these experiences, who can talk about struggling with mental health and substance misuse, who can talk about what it really feels like to go through addiction, who can speak eloquently about the war on drugs from both a learned and lived experience, reach out to me. And if you're looking to create a more complete experience, a roundtable or a whole cadre of speakers, I can bring numerous people with me, who have experiences that are unlike mine and unlike anything else that you've heard. So reach out to me today and let's create a complete learning experience for your office, your club, your school, or anywhere else because these voices need to be heard and these lessons can create change today. Reach out and let's all choose our struggle. Thanks for sharing the podcast with your friends. If you're listening on Apple, please rate and review, or check out the review link in the show notes. And don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.
1: What do I want in my life? What is success to me? Not just financial success, not just career success. But what's really going to make me happy? What's going to make me proud at the end of my life? But I'm going to just go ahead and invite uh, Jay Schiffman up to share his story. So let's give it up for Jay.
0: Welcome to the Choose Your Struggle podcast. I am your host, Jay Schiffman. Hey, y'all. I'm doing my first giveaway. Who doesn't like free stuff? Am I right? If you listen to the podcast, you know that I wear a plastic bracelet every day. It says, don't give up on one side and you matter on the other. It's made by a cool organization called Don't Give Up Signs. They do great work, and I use their products in a lot of different ways. Go check them out. But I decided to make some of my own. They say, choose your struggle on them, and they're pretty sweet. So here's how this is going to work. Go to my website, www.jayshifman.com and go to the Contact Me page. Reach out there and let me know if you want a purple bracelet for addiction awareness or a green bracelet for mental health awareness. It's that easy. I'm even going to send it to you because coming to find me in South Carolina right now isn't really an option. The first 50 people who do this are going to get their bracelet sent to them free of charge. So reach out today and let's all wear some sweet Choose Your Struggle swag together. We need community and inspiration now more than ever reach out today. All right, back to the episode. All right, welcome to episode five of the Choose Your Struggle podcast with my first guest. She's pretty amazing, but I'm going to go ahead and let her introduce herself.
1: Okay, wonderful. I'm Kristen Zavo. I'm a career coach and the author of Job Joy, and I help unfulfilled high achievers to find work and build careers they absolutely love. So they're not just happy at work, but they're happy in the rest of their lives as well.
0: Your elevator pitch has been spot on since I met you. It's been boom right off, right <laughs> off. The cliff. So I do want to keep it more broad because with how quick things are moving, like this isn't going out for a week, and like. The way things are moving we could say something and then that's completely like the world may not be here away from now the way this is this is moving
1: yes it
0: will but, but, okay. but i do I have one specific question sort of right off the bat because you are uniquely i think answer prepared to answer this in a way that makes sense for what we're talking about and that is the stimulus package is so appears to be putting sort of wealth over health how can we balance those two things with our i mean you know you can talk a little bit about your previous career which is why i'm asking you this question but yep. with that being the case, how can we balance wealth and health right now?
1: I think you know it's it's great to have you know the government support, and you know I've been happy that they're doing something. Um, and it's also important for us to take personal responsibility, right? So you know, I don't e- I don't even necessarily love the word balancing the two because I do think you can have both. You can absolutely be abundant financially as well as abundant in your health and your energy, your vitality, your relationships, right? Um, So I do think you can have both. I think you know the way that, as you know, I start with all my clients is really thinking about what do I want in my life? What is success to me? Not just financial success, not just career success, but what's really going to make me happy? What's going to make me proud at the end of my life? To know that I spent my time doing XYZ and with these people. What are the memories you're going to look back on? And that is the wealth, right? The, a, a wealthy life is not just money. It's all of the things. So when you figure out what you want, then you can balance out. And if there are trade-offs, you can make them. Um, but I think it's finding your own, your own definition and your own path of success, which that is different for everybody. I hope that answers your
0: question. That was perfect. And it not only did it answer my question, but it transitioned perfectly into my next topic. You're very good at this. Oh, uh, perfect. So we are seeing an unprecedented level of people uh, go asking for unemployment. I mean, the, the numbers last week, I think it was eight, like six or seven times more than the previous high. Your specialty, at least what you help me so much with, is how to start new things that are fulfilling and also great careers. That, that is. When I when I previewed this, I basically said that like there was it's very rare that you get a one-to-one, right? This happened and now I'm here, but working with you is that direct line for me. I mean, it was that that clear. Okay. So talk a little bit about people who may be listening who may be like, what do I do now?
1: Well, take the unemployment. <laughs> so that's number one. Number not-
0: <laughs> one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. You have been paying into unemployment as long as you've been working. So yes, take it. Do not um, let ego get in the way. Um, I remember, you know, I've been laid off and when I I was laid off going into the unemployment office, that was the most humbling thing ever. Um, and you know, you deserve it. You've paid into it. So, so get that number one. And then number two, use this as an opportunity to reflect, to recalibrate. Um, many times, you know, for so many of us, we haven't thought about what do I actually want in my life? What do I want in my work? What do I want in my relationships? We haven't thought about any of that since maybe we were in college and choosing a major. And that was how we made all our decisions. We chose our major, we got a job, and then we built our life around that job. And so, you know, if you're in a situation where you're in between jobs right now, it's a perfect opportunity to stop and to say, okay, what's working, what's not? What do I love about my life? What do I want more of? And what do I want less of? And then from there, thinking about what would be your next career move. And I mean, you know this, Jay, you know, the way I teach it is, you know, you want your job to support the rest of your life. You don't want to necessarily build your life around a job, especially a job you don't even want.
0: So yeah, so I think that's a great point. And that's really what you helped me recognize where I was. I, I kind of when I previewed this I said I liked my job a lot but I wasn't fulfilled and working with you helped me realize that that there's a difference between okay I'm happy enough at work and actually wanting to do what I want to do which I'm now doing can you tell a little bit about your experience that, that really motivated you to do this I think it's a wonderful story
1: so you know I've I was that typical high achiever I got straight A's in school right that was how I was uh, rewarded right of, I assume that the people listening to this are high achievers and very similar to me, right? And we learn very early, how do you play the game, right? You get the good grades. That gives you the gold star. You play nice. You go through your top of your class. Then you get into college. Then, you know, if you're like me, you go straight through, continue through, <laughs> get your graduate degree, do all the things and get a really great job. And then with that, then start the, the, it all over again, <laughs> climbing the corporate ladder. And I had done all those things. I had checked all the boxes. I played the game right. I did what they told me to do, right? My parents were proud. I was making really good money uh, for a young person in her 20s. I was in New York City. I was in the high-rise doorman building. Um, I was talking to CEOs. I, you know, had impressive things on my resume. And so I had all the things that were supposed to make me happy. And yet I was at my most miserable. And I was alone. I, you know, was traveling and working 80-hour weeks. We, Because we were traveling, we were eating out. So my health wasn't the best. Um, you know, I had, by the time the week was over, all I had the energy to do was to order Seamless, which basically is, in New York City, they'll deliver anything to your door. Order Seamless and watch this show called Snapped. And you might not know Snapped, cause women know this, but it was a show on like lifetime or oxygen. And it was a show about women who would go crazy and kill the men in their lives. <laughs> so, and that tells you that was the state I was in. It was not good, not good at all. Um, and so, you know, through those changes, you know, I, I had to figure out why was I actually so unhappy? Um, what can I do about it? And at that point I had no idea. I just knew that financial consulting was not working for me. It's not giving me the life I want, but it had gotten so bad, so out of control, that it was affecting my health. It was affecting my emotional stability, and you know, I I had to quit without a job. That's another another experience I can relate to if people on your and your show have that. But I quit without the job, and then I said, okay what do I want to do? If I'm not totally sure, let's follow the breadcrumbs. And I, you know, set up a plan for myself. What am I doing every single day? Who am I talking to? And, you know, over time, it took like six months, but over time, I completely changed my career. I landed the job in a new industry, doing something I had never done before, um, you know, and at a promoted level. And that was what started the coaching work because people said, wait, what, how did you do that? And can you show me And then, of course, you know, I I decided to write the book, Job Joy. And as I wrote the book, I was like, okay, now I got to follow my own advice. I love the coaching. Um, I need to go full time in it, you know, and get over. I had some ideas about what it was to be a coach and would it work and what would it say about me, right? But that was what made me most happy. And so that's when I took the leap and went from coaching on the side to full time.
0: That's awesome. And I think you are such a great success story of putting your mental health first and your happiness first. And not only that, there's a lot of themes that I explore here on the podcast, but but putting your mental health first is one of them. And eliminating stigma is another one that you just touched on that you had your own doubts that were holding you back, not of your own ability, but of what it said about you, right? And what, yes. what that meant and what this stigma that was that is very real. And it's not, you didn't intentionally create that. That was what society has taught us about certain things. Uh, I had a, an episode out a couple of weeks ago about fuck the the guilty pleasure about how that's such a stupid idea. Just enjoy <laughs> what you want to enjoy. Yeah. And I think what you just said touches right on that. There was no reason for you to think the way you, you felt about coaching. You just felt that way.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, I love how you drew, drew that parallel because no matter where we are, right. And I know you know, you're focused a lot on mental health, but there's stigma in everything, right? And all the stories that we bought from what society says is right or wrong or what is successful or not successful. And the only way to be truly happy is to figure out what is success to you and then actually following that. And that's also super brave, scary thing, but so worth it.
0: So a big part of that sort of stigma that we address in in the sort of the Wall Street client uh, clientele, like my dad and I have talked about that he's a very yeah. successful business leader is what they call the imposter syndrome, right? Mm-hmm. That is huge in your work. That was something that you talked to me a lot about when you were coaching. Can you talk a little bit about that?
1: Yeah. So um, just real quickly, what is imposter syndrome, right? So many of us, the smartest of us, the most accomplished of us will feel this. And imposter syndrome is just that feeling of, I don't belong. I can't do this. Will they find out that I'm not as smart or, or, you know, accomplished as they think I am? Um, You know, that's where it comes from. I feel like an imposter. I don't belong here. I don't deserve to be here. I don't have something to add. My voice doesn't matter, right? It's that inner critic, like times a million. Um, and you know, the first thing I think to, to look at that would be to know that you're normal. Um, you know, the only people who don't have those inner doubts, I, I really do think are sociopaths. (laughs) (laughs) So, So number one, you are normal. Number two, this did evolve from a place of protecting you, right? That voice inside you that says you don't belong here. You can't do it. It's actually trying to protect you from being disappointed or protecting you from failing. And so it does have its original, you know, purpose and, you know, now you're an adult and you want to take, you know, calculated risks and you do want to be somewhere where you can make the most impact. And so to sort of separate that voice from you and know it's not you, know it's a part of you that is just trying to protect you and allow to have a seat at the table, like literally have a discussion with it. What? what's going on? What are you worried about? And then follow the path. Okay. What if you do say something stupid? Okay. Everyone will be laughing behind your back. Well, is that really true? Um, (laughs) You know, and you know, what if that weren't true and actually going down the path, having the conversation with that inner critic, that feeling of being an imposter, but not letting it be in the driver's seat. And there are lots of things you can do to, I don't want to say overcome imposter syndrome, because I do think it will always be there lightly, but to quiet that voice, you can, you know, go back and I would even start, you know, as low as high school. What are all the amazing things you've done? What are the, you know, official accomplishments? What are the huge things you've overcome, right? The life experiences, um, all the wonderful ways that you've helped others and had an impact. So going through just all the things you're proud of, and it could be anything from Um, you founded a, you know, a nonprofit to you, you know, faced your fears and jumped out of a plane, right? And, you know, to you graduated top of your class, but whatever it is, writing out all the things you're proud of, all the things you've overcome so that you can see literally on paper, right? How much value you add and you do bring to the table. Number two, I love what I call a brag box. Did we talk about a brag box?
0: A little bit, yeah.
1: Yes, so you know, it's so easy. And again, this is human nature, right? When someone says something nice, you're like, oh yeah, no big deal. When someone says something mean or constructive, we replay it over and over and over. And then we get defensive and then we're like, well, that's not true because of all these things. And yet you've ignored the 10 positives that came before the negative. And so I recommend that people have a brag box and it could be a a literal box. It could be a, um, Folder in your Outlook, in your email, and every time you get a compliment, or you know someone just is wowed with you, says something really nice. Every time you've accomplished something big, put it in there so that when you are feeling down, you can go to that and review all the amazing things you've done.
0: I think that's incredible advice. That's an exercise that my wife and I have actually done because we both were were struggling with new things, and we each printed out a, a compliment we got from someone about our work. And it's yes. over computers, because you're right, we only, I can tell you 10 negative things that have been said about me in the last couple of weeks, and yet they've been far outweighed by the positives and our brains just, they don't hold on to them. So you really do have to go hard in the opposite direction.
1: Yeah. And again, it's a survival thing, right? In The old days, right? We're running from, you know, predators. We need to, our brains are, are trained to find the bad and focus on it in order to keep us safe, but we're not in that situation now. And so we need to retrain our brains um, to focus on the positive.
0: Well, you and I could talk about this stuff for hours and and we have, uh, but I am very mindful of your time. Two two final questions and then I'm going to let you go because you're about to go live. So first is, for those of us who do a lot of our work online, I personally, like this isn't, this is real. I went from 2,500 to 3,000 views of my LinkedIn post to 150 in about a week because everybody is online right now. Everyone's yeah. posting. How are you breaking through? That's number one. And number two, what are you doing for your own self-care right now? And we'll wrap up with that.
1: Okay. Wonderful questions. Um, so as far as how to break through, I don't really think of it that way. The way I think of it is who is my audience? Um, who is it that I serve, whether it is, you know, a client in official capacity or to someone who is in my community? And I put myself in their shoes and say, what do they need most now? Um, how can I most help them? What are the questions on, on their mind, right? And that is, you know, the live you mentioned I'm about to go on is all this week, right? We were talking about with everything going on, what's on your mind? How do you job search, right? How do you work from home and not go crazy? How do you stand in your leadership? Um, and today I'm going to be talking about trends, but like all of these topics came from questions that I was getting. So I think you know, especially if you are an entrepreneur and even, even if you're in corporate, right, you're the CEO of you, um, thinking, getting outside of yourself for a moment, right, which this is the opposite to the self-care question, uh, but getting outside of yourself and rather, what do I need? I need more views. I need more money. I'm worried my business is going down the tubes. All my speaking engagements are canceled. What's going to happen, right? For when you're in coming from a place of service and sharing online, making sure that you're in the shoes of your ideal clients, of your audience, of your community, and really speaking to, you know, their pain, what they most need right now. So I would say getting outside of yourself, not being attached to views or engagement, but if you can come from a place of generosity and really meeting them where they're at, the engagement that needs to happen will. Right. And there are of course tactical things, right? Like asking a question for engagement or, you know, things like that. But I think at a at a very base level, um, just making sure that you're coming from a place of service, not from a place of meeting.
0: That's that's awesome advice. Thank you. Yeah. Your self-care. Yeah. What are you doing for your self-care?
1: So self-care. Um, self-care has gone up yeah. <laughs> recently. For everyone. Yes. And so I think really thinking about self-care from Physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. Um, And with that, of course, we know the physical, right? (laughs) Um, Move your body, drink your water. It's okay if you're having your Pepsi and Cheez-Its while you're in quarantine, but also have the green juice. Also eat your veggies, right? You know, all of that, making sure you do move your body every single day, even if it's a dance party. You don't have to go, you know, for a run, but making sure that, you know, I like to say, think about how you take care of your dog and do the same for you. Right, Your dog gets good food, possibly better than you, gets water, gets movement, gets play, gets forgiveness, right? When your dog makes a mistake, you might be mad initially, but you forgive him or her. And so then that goes into kind of the emotional and the mental of really practicing, you know, self-compassion and and forgiveness wherever you're at, honoring where you're at. Um, I know it can be very easy to compare, right? What is everyone else doing? Oh, she's writing a book. He's starting a podcast, um, learning three languages, right? And that's all nice. And if that inspires you, fantastic. If it makes you feel bad, then stop following those people, at least (laughs) in the short term, right? If something makes you feel bad, turn it off and really honoring where you're at right now and trusting that when it's your time to write the book, to learn the language, you will make it happen and not making yourself wrong by comparing yourself to other people because we're all at different points. We all process different. Some of us are reactors, right? We got to react right now. Some of us really need to process, right? And I think as amazing as it is to be using this time for all those big projects, I think it's also amazing to use this time to rest and to reflect. We have such busy lives. We go, go, go. And now you're being forced to relax Maybe it's not the time to start a new project, right? So anyway, emotionally and mentally making sure that you do have an outlet from that standpoint. I'm a big journaler. I have my own coach. So if you have a coach, make sure you're using them. You can still go to therapy. You do it on Zoom. Having an outlet, even if it's, you know, with your partner and making sure that that's okay. Not so your partner can fix it, but just so you can be heard you know, thinking about, you know, when I say mentally, what are the thoughts in your head? Getting curious. What are the thoughts? Are they serving you? How would it feel if you did change them, right? Um, And then, of course, spiritually, I think a lot of people are getting back in touch with that during this time. And uh, for many of us, prayer and connecting with, you know, wherever you are, this is not a religious thing, but connecting with that higher power, that trust, that in the long term, it's all going to be okay, that you have everything you need to get through this and to just trust that you you are you have everything you need you are self-sourced and it's a matter of slowing down trusting and letting that inspiration flow
0: well that was so. all perfect and uh, you have to run so let's to, to end just tell all of my listeners where they can find you because obviously we want all of them to be your coaching clients so yes. where can find you online
1: Yeah, so I'll give you a couple options. Um, Number one, if you go to my website, uh, findyourjobjoy.com, and number two, I have a free, safe, private community on Facebook. It's called Job Joy Seekers, and we've got got about five hundred people in it now, which is really amazing. amazing. Yeah, and it's just it's free. It's a community. It's a place to you know, be able to share your struggles, share your tips. I go in there and do a training just for them um, every month. It's a way to continue the conversation in a nice contained place. Nice. So if you're looking for that community, join Job Joy Seekers. Um, if you just want to find out more about me, go to findyourjobjoy.com.
0: Thank you to our guest, Kristen Zavo. You heard where you can find her. And I seriously recommend that you do if you have questions or if you have the need for career shakeup. She was so helpful for me. I cannot overstate that. So I'm going to take a break and then we'll close. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Choose Your Struggle podcast. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast and then thought, oh, man, I just, I don't even know where to begin. Well, I have the perfect answer for you. It's Anchor, They have all the tools you need to get started right away, all in one spot. You can do it from your phone or your computer. They'll even distribute for you, so you don't have to go looking for places to get your podcast out. But the best part is it's all free. That's right. You can sign up today without any hassle at all. You can even start making money right from the beginning. It's everything you need in a podcast in one place. So check it out today. Go to anchor.fm or download the free Anchor app to get started. All right, and there it was. Another awesome, yes, I'm saying it, another awesome episode of the Choose Your Struggle podcast. Thank you to our guest, Kristen Zavo who will be receiving a choose your struggle bracelet for being on the podcast. But that's not the only free thing that I have to talk about. Because she is so amazing, Kristen has a special offer for all of you. She wanted me to tell you that if you send an email to Kristen at findyourjobjoy with a subject line ready for job joy and mention that you heard her here on the choose your struggle podcast, She'll send you a free digital copy of her book because she's that awesome. I mean, right now, we have all the time in the world to improve ourselves. Why not get a free book about finding your job joy? I've read it. I have a signed copy, actually, and it's awesome. I've recommended it to many people. So do that today. Send that email. You won't regret it. I mean, honestly, like, what is the worst that could happen, right? You get it, and then you read it, and then good things happen. That is the worst case. So reach out to my awesome guest, my awesome coach, Kristen Azevo, and get your free copy of her book, Job Joy, today. Well, we are going to end now with the two exercises that I do at the end of every episode, the first of which is the Choose Your Card section of the episode. Today's card, as always, brought to you by the Blurt Foundation. Uh, They're amazing. I actually just ordered some more of their card packs, so I'll be mixing this up a little bit more on future episodes. Today's card comes from the You Are Enough card pack, which is fantastic. And I've already picked them out, so you can't hear me shuffling, but there are the cards. Today's card says, don't seek, don't search, don't ask, relax. If you relax, it comes. Which I think is just fantastic advice. I, it goes to what Kristen was saying on the episode that, and, and I was guilty of this. That's why I asked the question of trying to reach more people. And a couple of weeks ago, I decided to basically put most of my work on hold. I, I'm still doing the podcast and all that kind of stuff. But I have stopped looking for clients. I've stopped doing all that. And I'm just doing things for free. I'm helping people. And I've not I've been busier than I was in a long time. And now, obviously, more people are going to sign up for coaching and stuff like that when it's free. But I figured that right now, more people just need the help than anything else. So I've been doing it for free. But I was still guilty of what I was asking Kristen, which was trying to find a way to break through and get more people to view my posts, as you heard the stats I used. And she basically was like, just stop, you know? She's like, do your thing, and the right people will find it. And at the end of the day, that kind of is what I go for anyways. There's uh, an Eminem line. I I just said this on a a podcast. I was interviewed yesterday for uh, the Courage to Change podcast, and that will be out in May. And I will also release that here as a special edition. But I said there's an Eminem line where he says, if there's one kid out of 100 million who's going through a struggle and feels that he can relate, that's great. That's kind of how I feel about a lot of what I do. You know, some of the posts, I feel like I'm screaming into the void. 50 people look at him. Um, Now, you know, a month ago, that would have been 500. uh, But still, you know, it's not that many. Now, I feel that way a lot of the time. But at the end of the day, if I just remind myself that my goal is to help one person it's all worth it so here is your good egg for today you ready for this all right your good egg for today is take care of yourself do something for you self-care is not selfish is there something online that you've had your eye on and just haven't pulled the trigger Look, as long as you have the money, as long as, as, long as you're not going to not make rent this month, go buy it. If it'll make you smile, if you can put that thing where you'll see it and it will make you smile, go buy it. If you've been wanting to take a bath, but you feel guilty making your husband or your wife take care of the kids, go take the bath. Ask him, "Hey, I need this half an hour." If you've been wanting to go for a walk? but you feel weird being outside right now. Hey, it's okay. Just don't go near anyone. And look, I went for a run this morning and there are definitely people who are not following that advice. There were two women running and talking and as I got close to them, they weren't moving and I had to jump off the trail because they refused to let me pass. Look, don't let them ruin your day. You know, I was annoyed as hell when that happened. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? First off, that's rude. Anytime, move to the side. But also, right now, don't go near people. Like, there are literally orders not to do that. And they still did. But I had to get over that because I was like, why should I carry that anger and that frustration with me when they clearly are not? So, your good egg is to do something for you. I bought something online the other day. It'll be here after the lockdowns are over because it's coming from England and England is on the lockdown. But when it comes, it's going to make me very happy. and it's something I've had my eye on for a long time. So I'm happy about that. It was not the purchase that I needed, but it's a purchase that I want. And it's a purchase that's going to make me smile a lot when it comes. So, you know, do your thing, make yourself happy. We all need that right now. Thank you for tuning in to the Choose Your Struggle podcast. I will be back next week. And as always, choose your struggle.